Hello, UCR. What's your favorite scary movie? Seasoned screamings to you all, and welcome to the first uncensored horror of Christmas 2023. Now, if you are not overly stuffed from last installment's Thanksgiving feast, we thought we would dive in, dive in, dive in, like a knife plunging into flesh to, you know, the Christmas spirit. That's how we celebrate, right, guys? Totally. Yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally, totally. We love a good, we love a good stabbing the on Christmas. Love it, yeah, energy. We love a good stabbing on Christmas. It's 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 nice, and it seems to be that this year there is a lot of holiday themed horror. So we, as as I said, uh, Katie and I sat down to a Thanksgiving feast recently, which everyone seems to have enjoyed. So thank you for joining us for that. And in exciting news, we're getting back for a second course. Thanksgiving too has been greenlit, so Eli Roth will be back at the table at some point. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to sit down and, you know, eat again, possibly next year, hopefully. We'll see how quickly they can turn around. But the turkey is done. It's all about snow and slaughter. So this week we thought we would discuss a brand-new release again. We're talking... It's a Wonderful Knife. <laughs> what a great title for a movie. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Knife. I love it. Yeah. Now, this is this Look. is like new as of last week. So, oh, yep. this week, technically, it, right? It is. Well, it's less than a week old. It was oh, released on December. flashing up. <laughs> it was uh, released on Shudder on December 1st. Over here, at least. So, And you know yes, what, Katie? Is... I actually got Shudder just to watch this. Just for Fresh. this. I mean, can I, can I fangirl on Shudder for a second? Because they have some good stuff. And, I mean, they're catching up with Netflix on originals, but, of course, they're originals as well. Well, let's talk about it because I want to know how they got this cast for a Shudder movie. These are some pretty um, interesting I mean, names. I mean, we've Like, got Justin some... Long is king of he's, – he's a scream queen now, right? Justin yeah, Long I mean, is just a scream queen. Scream queens. They got Catherine Isabel. Catherine Isabel, she got old. Yeah, you know what I know. Oh, oh but look, no, like, she looks like she she probably was a bit unwell or something for a while. Like she looks like one of those, like you know, after a woman's had like four kids and just a bit over it and shit. Like she was sort of giving <laughs> me that vibe. Yeah, <laughs> Katie vibes. She's giving me Katie vibes. <laughs> but no, oh, I was surprised. I was like, I know that woman. How do I know that woman? Who is this I'm woman? Just- I said the same thing. I'm like, and I was like, see, it wrecking my brain. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, it just snaps. <laughs> oh my God. Can you pull your microphone up slightly? <laughs> Absolutely. Sorry. Thank you. You get so excited. I am such a big fan of Catherine Isabel, so I was really excited to see her. And I know Joel McHale is not technically a horror Joel McHale, out of nowhere. He eats up every movie he is in. It doesn't matter what he does. He eats it up. He's... The I funny thing is, I went, huh, that guy looks like Joel McHale. And then I sat there and went, oh, that is Joel McHale. Okay, cool. 
And it was lovely to see William B. Davis alive yeah. and well, still being in, still standing by a lot of fireplaces, giving cryptic like cryptic warnings and stuff. So William B. Davis, <laughs> for those of you who don't know him, was the cigarette smoking man from the X Files. So we have like genre people left, right, and center. Um, and for those of us that did not know our star, Jane Widdop, she's actually um, part of the cast of Yellow Jackets in season one. Yeah, she's, so I um, thought, yeah, I, yeah. I recognised her. Think, think about an airplane. The lead. An the airplane lead. and a teddy bear. The lead? Out the blonde lead. Now think about someone who got in an airplane. Oh! In Yellow Jackets, Katie. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it without spoiling Yellow Jackets too much because you never know. We might go back yeah. and do that Yellow Jackets podcast but one she day. Liked, we don't want to but she liked it. God a bit, didn't she? She liked God. She did like Jess. Yeah, she liked the Lord yeah. and stuff and teddy bears and stuff like that. See, yeah. I that. I, I uh, she's with it now. I couldn't figure it out for a while either. I was like, oh. But that's she, how she got this role. She, she um, love like They loved her. I didn't look like her. I mean, obviously, yeah. she, she, yeah, okay. We're, we're there. Yeah. We're there. We're there. We're, we're there. there. All right. So we're going to jump straight in. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a plot. So if you haven't seen, it's, it's a wonderful a- night. Pause it and come back to us. But can I give you a Christmas fun fact real quick? So oh, go remember- for it. Okay. So it's a wonderful life. Obviously, the, mm-hmm. the movie that this is played on. Uh, Part of it was uh, either filmed uh, a few minutes away from me in Seneca Falls. Oh, there you <laughs> the, go. The famous bridge is in uh, Seneca Falls. I, I believe <laughs> that is uh, what it what it is famous for. But I know every year they have a It's a Wonderful Life uh, 5K because of the movie. Now, I've never really. That's not a that. wonderful life. A 5K isn't a wonderful life. Uh, they, That's the called a horrible run, punishment. <laughs> the people who run it feel wonderful. But yeah, I'm sure of, they do. So there's Christmas spirit year round near me here in central New York. Oh, we shall find oh, out very oh, soon. Now, Steve, if you're a real good boy, I'll take you when you come. <laughs> I don't want to go near a 5K, but that's just me. <laughs> I never said the 5K. <laughs> 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 <It's balls. laughs> uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. During Christmas season in the town of Angel Falls, Winnie Carruthers is about to celebrate the holidays with her friends and family. Her father, David, cannot, as he as a previous engagement with his business partners, celebrate. Um, the Walters brothers, Buck and Henry, are just, you know, assholes, basically. Town smarmy bastards. Uh, Henry is an ambitious tycoon who wants to build an extravagant, extra, oh my God, extravagantly luxurious shopping centre. The remaining property he needs to buy to make it happen belongs to Roger Evans, the grandfather of Winnie's best friend, Cara. Roger refuses to sell his property to Henry. Later, the Carruthers family celebrate Christmas, and we need her brother Jimmy to spend time with their friends at a party. While all of this happens, Roger, home alone, is killed (gasps) by an unknown killer, costumed and known as the Angel. Let's talk about the Angel. Pretty effective. Um, I thought it was a yeah. Good, I, thought I thought it was, it was a cool a look. costume. Yeah, Costum- a little bit ghost cool face. Uh, yeah, it had that simplicity. To, it's a tribute to Scream. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, off the original uh, costume they were looking for. That is a it's, tribute to Scream. 
I like it. No. The white. Yeah, bastard to keep clean though. Yeah, oh, especially if you try to kill people. That's why I think Ghostface is a little bit more sensible. <laughs> yeah, Black Ghostface, is so much more forgiving. Uh, Ghostface does not give an F. He goes in. <laughs> so Kara so leaves Winnie at the party to be alone with her boyfriend for a moment. And when they kiss, he is killed by the angel with a giant candy cane through the throat slash head. Dare Ooh. I say that is my favorite kill of the movie? Dare I say? So they, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Winnie tries to get away, but she is brutally butchered. And as the rest of the, in front of the rest of the party, they all disappear and run away. Uh, while you know, Winnie tries to help Kara, but you know, she did. She, she did. Girl did. Oh, she did. Yeah. Girl, bye. <laughs> yeah. Winnie and Jimmy pursue the angel before they can kill any more of their friends. Uh, when the angel's about to kill Winnie, Jimmy takes cup jumper cables hooked to an enormous Christmas light display, electrocuting to death. Wait, yeah, you're getting it around, around the wrong way. No. What? Winnie the angel is about to kill Jimmy and Winnie yeah. jumper cable the angel. No, you that's reading what I said. it Winnie, the wrong Winnie, way. Winnie, that's what I said. Nah. That's what I just said. Nah. Winnie takes jumper cables and hooks into the. I'm reading Jimmy. it. Yeah, it's about to kill Jimmy. Winnie takes jumper cables. Okay. I'm reading from a script here, people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The killer no, 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 no. You, you, Winnie unmasks him. He muddled the day. The killer is Henry Waters. Q opening Justin Long. Can, Q opening can we, titles. Can we discuss uh, Henry Waters a the little spray, bit? The spray tanned teeth. It's giving me Donald Trump vibes. Yeah, and, I and think he's just meant to be. It's giving me Trump vibes. Just the whole thing. I actually he's really... Character. Do you know what I struggled with with this movie? As figuring out when it was supposed to be. Because it doesn't feel like modern day. Yeah, it was probably like uh, late set, 90s, early set, 2000s. It is, it is set in the modern day, but it feels like 80s slash 90s. Like the small town. Like, well, you know, right. the, the like, mall's you know, coming. Like... Well, you know, when you live in small towns, it's not always super modernized. So it feels. But who's like building a, a Who's modern. building a mall in this in this economy? That too. Donald <laughs> Trump. All right. Donald Trump. No one's I, building I, a mall in this the, economy. The second I saw him, I was like, "This is Donald. Like that is Donald Trump vibes, one hundred percent." You got to, but you got to give it up for Justin Long, right? This oh, boy, like, got his got his big. Well, his big break was Jeepers Creepers. Let's be honest, like. He was around, but like the zeitgeist blew up around Jeepers Creepers, and he's flirted in and out with the horror genre. But he seems to be like thoroughly down now, and he's just playing assholes left, right, and center. He is every movie he's in lately. It's like I'm an asshole. I got, I got, I gotta be honest. I like him better as the bad guy. Like I liked him in Drag Me to Hell, but he. I, I really like him as a villain. I like him as a villain. He just he chews up. The it's because he has that. He kind of has that good guy vibe. So when they flip that on the head, on its head, it's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I we like, like that. We, we like right. we like an evil Justin. <sighs> We're not going to go into too many details because this movie's all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably the nicest. Well, thing I could how say can we simplify it. it though? So it, it was I'm, very much. I'm going like to talk about acts, like certain aspects of it. I'm not going to go through okay. plot because people, it's still new. People might want to watch, like, people might want to sit down and watch it. 
Um, we had this conversation in a, a review that's coming up next week. For uh, oh, sorry, maybe last week now. <laughs> last week in um, assigned seating, one of my major gripes is when a movie doesn't know what it is, and I feel like this movie doesn't know exactly what it wants to be. It's a like I get it's a horror comedy, but it's a slasher, and then it's kind of supernatural, and then it's like a little bit of a dark comedy. I'm like, oh, you think it suffered a little bit like um, it was a little bit Happy Death Day, but like it Happy Death Day no, too, when it I, wasn't sure what it wants to be now. It knew exactly what it wanted to be. It was a parody on It's a Wonderful Life. Like the whole yeah, but I, I just think as a, genre, as a genre film, as a genre film, I've got to say the kill scenes were awesome. Like, mm-hmm. Any chase scene with, with the, the angel and I've got the mm-hmm. the one down by the wharf with the flashing lights was cool. The mm-hmm. one in the, the movie theater was awesome. Like any kind of time that there was danger scenes, it was like A plus, like you could put it in you could put it in a screen movie and it'd work. You know what I mean? Yeah, they had great it's the rest of it that kind of fell apart. Now, did I lose focus? Or, or did we never hear about did we never hear about her best friend ever again? We did. Uh, she screams at, well, see. not to give too much away, but there is a, when you are suffering a trauma, as the, as Winnie went through, you tend to have moments. Winnie had a moment and she screamed about, we never talk about my best friend getting murdered. Yeah, no, but I mean, after that, after the time, after the conceit that she makes the wish that she was never born over the Northern Lights and whatnot, that girl is never seen again, is she? Well, she's dead. We never see Kara again. No, she's, she's dead. dead. And even in the other timeline. Yeah, she was dead in the timelines. Yeah, both like, timelines she was dead. But the, whole, but the whole point is that, like, She's so upset by her friend's death, but she never mentions her friend again. She's too busy lesing off with a weirdo in the corner. <laughs> she brings up that she's That was a weird movie. flex, man. Yeah, I, that didn't fit. That was that, a weird that, flex. That was just that was just forced. Creepy. That one was forced. It was Yeah, creepy keep your forced up. weird lesbianism to yourself, please. Like, like, like you already got one lesbian couple, why do you need another? And the other one did not feel forced. No. Catherine, I, I love Catherine Isabel as like the drunk aunt. She, that's, I feel like that's her wheelhouse from now on. She's going to be drunk auntie, and I enjoy that from her. She was named after Gail Weathers, by the way. So <laughs> I enjoy her. Well, I thought so. Well, and even like um, yeah. the name of the town gave me a little bit of Power Ranger vibes, Angel Grove. Yeah, I was like, like Angel Grove? Yeah. <laughs> it's very, I, I, I think it to, knows what it's doing. I would have to guess it's probably a play off of Seneca Falls which is where It's a Wonderful Life was. I would have to guess that, but maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I've been maybe it's a little from Colorado. Maybe, it, know, maybe it, it knows the audience it's aiming for in us elder millennials. Like I said, <laughs> I, I've been wrong once or twice. Grew, grew up being forced to watch Christmas movies and stuff like that. But, yeah, I feel like the rest of the tone of the movie is all over the place. Like there's... There's, they're on meth, right? Is that the whole town turns into a meth town? Is that, the, is that what happens? I mean, the they're... mom just... I, the fact that they are just so, like... I get that it's a different timeline, but the fact that they are just so extremely so different. opposite of what their main character is was kind of strange, yeah. Um, but the mom's got this live-in boyfriend that's 
like <laughs> guys, you, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. You don't want to know. It was all creepy. It was very much Rob Zombie vibes at some of the It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It turns the whole town into a meth town. It's like, okay. And then I did like the change change in um, motivations, I would guess, of of the killer. I did like that. So in in the alternate world, after the wish is made, uh, Jimmy's dead. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's dead, so he wasn't uh, there to save him. Yeah, when he's when he's fairly fall apart and you know fall into disrepair, as does the rest of the town. But the one person who can see everything is the one person who is always on the outside watching. <laughs> it's like, all right, heavy-handed metaphor. Thank you, weirdo. <laughs> it's just like. Uh, look, so, I did like the how character. How did you feel just, about the weirdo? How did we feel about weirdo? I so we need to the the weirdo, weirdo weirdo is the nickname of a character, which, yeah, she's not yeah. even that weird, so I don't know why no. she's got the name weirdo. She's, she's not weird just, at all, and that's the funny thing. I just love that, I just love that oh. shit keeps getting thrown at her. It's just like, ah! And that, that rang very true of 90s movies, like 90s teen movies. It's like the weird girl in the corner with the straggly oh. hair going, ah. I mean, getting beer thrown at her. So, oh no! Yeah, it, it, it I, I look. I I liked it. I I I think I'm just a little bit fatigued on these movies. These like time travel alternate reality slashes. Now we've had Freaky. We've had Happy Death Day. We've had um, what was that one we watched? Katie, Totally Killer. Like totally they're killer. all. Oh yeah. There's a lot. Like it's a lot. I feel like I'd be happy. If this was just a straight slasher, like yeah, they need to the put down the R.L. Stein books, I think. Yeah, without well, the the, yeah. the choose the, your own adventure slash alternate reality slash whatever. So the director Tyler McIntyre directed um, Tragedy Girls, which another horror comedy, which I thought was spectacular, and you, you see a lot of his um, kind of campy style from there into here too. Uh, and as you know, I am a camp freak. I love that stuff. I eat it up. But this one, um, I feel like a lot of the relationships felt very forced, like like Winnie and uh, Bernie. Was was that her name, Bernie? Yeah, weirdo? Bernie or Bernie or yeah, whatever. I can't think of. <laughs> okay, so it, it just felt Bitty very bird. very forced. And her boyfriend and his new girlfriend, I think. I didn't like that either. I just like a lot of these things kind of felt not right. They didn't fit. Uh, the characters are just so out of whack of what they used to be. The aunt, aunt Gail was like the only one that really kind of stood her ground and was kind of the same person. And you know? I love, I love that the whole turnaround, the whole conceit of her being, of her believing Winnie, Winnie came down to an Angularian thong. I loved that. Yeah. Too. <laughs> See, they know the millennial audience. We have, what's an Aguilarian thong? Like you were You know, alive. Kyle asked the same question. He goes, "What's an Aguilarian thong?" I'm like, mm. Kyle, you remember the noughties. Don't pretend you don't remember. I said, Kyle, think of Everyone, my, think of everyone Aguilar's wearing their leather dirty. traps. I say, yeah. think of Aguilar's dirty face. You'll get it. Well, I like I like the rapport with Aunt Gail, and I think that's like just a testament to Catherine Isabel bringing her stage presence, her screen presence to the movie. Oh, I absolutely. like the rapport they had there, and 
I don't know, but I get what you're saying, though. It's like the relationships are all very confused. It's like, they, yeah, we go on to this other timeline where this girl's never existed, Winnie's never existed, but it's like, okay, let's just make people just do crazy stuff now because Winnie doesn't exist. It, wh- why? Like, why? Like, I get <laughs> that's, like a, different... that's a whole lot of self-importance that this one girl... Like stop the town. I get she was involved. I get she was involved in a massacre and that she'd stopped the serial killer. But you know, if we're gonna change everything so much, why would the serial killer still exist if she I don't know. I'll I'll give the movie this. A plus casting, because granted the characters felt kind of awkward, but that's not their fault. They're not the ones making it awkward. They have a terrible script that's making it awkward. Yeah. Yeah, the script, the, I feel like the script the script had a bit too many options. I think if you're going to go the, you know, I didn't exist, so this happened, then I don't need a random supernatural thing to happen at the end. No. Again, what was that? It, it's the parody is what it is. And if you're going to do a parody, stick with the parody, which I Yeah, yeah. like at least have a scene of him being in the supernatural stuff, like casting spells or something like that. Right. The fact that she was like, I found all this lore on whatever. It's like, but where is that but, coming but that slip, from? That slipped through so quickly. There, was, there wasn't more made of it. Like, I would think that if the movie is called It's a Wonderful Knife, why mm-hmm. not make it the knife some kind of sacrificial dagger or something that, you know, is so and so old and... Uh, yeah, right. the murder weapon should be prominent. Like, like it's totally agree. It's, like that's yeah, yeah but that, no, I don't that, know. That would give it. Focus. I was like, oh, like, it sounds okay. funny. No, that would give it. It, it was like, okay. not a fully fleshed out concept. Would you feel like that's what this film was? It's a I'd good idea that wasn't fleshed out and still had money thrown at it. No one sort of went, oh, should we probably put a bit more meat in this burger? Nah. I think you're well, kind of it's a the nail on the head. Well, I wouldn't say that because a lot of Shutter movies are really, really good. This one, I but think, was not, just yeah. They're not going I mean, for mass appeal, is what I'm right, saying. They're not like right, they're, they're not. It's not a theatrical release. They're not trying to make millions of dollars out of it. It's a, right, it's a holiday slasher for, for Shutter. Right. Yeah. And I, I think Luke kind of nailed it. Like it was, it was a great idea had more time to be well executed it probably could have been a fantastic movie but it's still enjoyable it, it if you don't take it too seriously and don't think about it too much you have fun with it could have been it's better. a bit of fun but it's very much a poor man's scream because it's trying to have that tug-and-cheek like a bit of humor there like scream did but scream did it in a way that it was able to maintain that sense of tension and have that seriousness to it as well. Whereas this film sort of feels like it flip flops. It gets a bit too stupid, and then yeah. it totally shifts again to being too serious. It goes into, like, scre- into scream three territories. This one, yeah, 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 but, yeah. You know, where the parodies to like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Katie. No, you're okay. But like, scream is its own thing. Like, scream is the the goal. It's a lightning in the bottle moment. That it, but Thank everything you. gets you know everything gets defined by it because it was so good. Like it managed yes. to walk the line of parody, but still be a serious horror movie, and define define and redefine the genre for the next what what 20, 30 years now. Oh, still going. It's 
still going. We're still going, and we will talk about. We're gonna to have to have a serious talk about that I probably mean, in the new year about where we're headed. But I run. exactly. But this this is for me. We're getting into that territory post that post scream territory now, where everyone was doing slashes, and we're trying to just do little tweaks on it to make something work. And whereas if they would have treated this as a serious slasher, I would have been down with it. You know, yeah, Christmas slasher. No, yeah, you cool. did last summer with it. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. They, I don't need the time travel conceit or, like, you know, the different universe conceit. Yeah, I mean... But then Black, would it work with the It's a Wonderful Life parody? That's the thing. If you're going to do a parody, I don't... I mean, you could. You could take the idea of It's a Wonderful Life and make it into a serious slasher. You could absolutely I, do that. But this is what, I, this is what I'm going to say. So if that first segment, after, after our first, you know, reveal of, um, you know, Waters being the killer, had mm-hmm. gone on post that that title screen and given us a bit of an idea of what life was like afterwards, you know? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Then we see the change happen after we get some law laid down then. Yes. I feel like they tried to shove in the alternate universe thing too late into the piece. It's just like if she had been, if you could see that she would be interested in, in you know alternate universes or something like like some like or be like, actually de- be actually depressed <laughs> or like something they, like, they I don't know to, it just kind they, of came out of nowhere. They try to give you kind of a look at it, like you see Carruthers kind of taking over, and you see that she yeah, thinks they're both a big joke, but yeah. it's not getting involved enough to really give us a taste yeah. of what's going on. That's what so I'm I trying to say. It, yeah. I get exact. No, I get exactly what you're saying. I think it just it, it was too short. It needed a little more to it. Or just maybe some streamlining of some stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, there could have been some streamlining of some, like, some random characters that would, like, who cares about those junkies? What, like, that, you could have just had them be someone she walks past in the street and gets killed because this isn't a personal thing with this angel, obviously, except for getting the properties. After after the properties, it's so, it's anyone involved. They just go after whoever they want to, you know, yeah, to kill. Those, That's the whole point. Yeah, those commercials were funny, unnecessary yeah. but funny. Probably could have cut those out. Yeah, put a little more something substantial. More chase, more chase, more chase. Because the chase was, I would like to see a straight horror movie by this person because. The chase scenes were great, like the knife coming through the bridge. Lots of, again, lots of knives through arms and hands lately. <laughs> it's I, just... I, I thought of you when uh, Kara took it through the, the hand. It's like, why? Oh, they, they heard us. They heard us talking about that. Ah. I know, but I feel like, and, and just the total abandonment of Kara, like at least go to her grave or something. Like she's like... The, the major force we're to believe after, you know, after the death death of the angel at the beginning was, you know, she's lost her best friend. Her life's fallen apart because she lost her best friend. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't give a rat's ass about it once she's been chucked into an alternate universe right. and she can les off with someone. Priorities, mate. Priorities. And, well, and even Henry Waters, like, he was a big deal in that town to just kind of say, oh, he's dead. No, he died. Nobody talks about it. Right, like no. I did like I did like that. Like, yeah, I could have done it more. 
I don't know. I've got a real thing for like dark small town stories, as I've said before. Um, town that dreaded sundown, stuff like that. Yes. I think that's really interesting. Like TV shows like American Gothic, stuff like you know the the sick. Um, yeah, that the, what is it? Is what is it? What's that show? Ah, oh, I started Gotta watching it. Gotta give us a little more. Yeah, can't remember. Yeah, you can't be giving us anything, they, they, mate. Is it it's a them? show. Yep, yep. From 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 from. Oh wait, that shit. I'm all about it. I'm all about like small town, something creepy. Like bring it on. I'm like, give me that. Don't give me. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care about like. I don't care about like late lesbianism and the fact that that family just breeds homosexuals like no one's business. (laughs) <laughs> I know how we, we joked earlier how that story felt like it came out of nowhere too, like that romance. Did it really come out of nowhere or was it just me like sort of losing interest a bit and like, oh, that's I think it, I think it just wasn't told well. I think it wasn't told well because we get the impression that her and her boyfriend, they're not having sex, et cetera, et cetera, which is why he sleeps with the other chick. You know, because okay. she's she's not interested. So she was a repressed to, lesbian, think, but we never got I think that we vibe. To, yeah, I think we needed to see that if we were they, to believe it. They tried to like hint that there's some chemistry there, like in the theater when she's. Why did they just have a scene of her listening to Katie Lang? I would have bought it. <laughs> or you know, oh. or driving the Rav Four over to Bernie's house and moving in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what she—that's what she did Christmas Day. I'm here. <laughs> they shut the doors, the lights go on. She's moved in, in token lesbian fashion. She has moved in. Oh, like and I don't like, like see. I don't like that conceit either. We, we have we've had that a lot too. Like the best friend knows everything you went through, whereas if that was really it, she. So does that mean what happened to the birdie from our timeline? Because they aren't the same person. If no one else is the same person, why is she the same person from the other timeline? Yeah, like why does Bernie? Because they were kissing when she got sucked back in through the stars, stupid. But that doesn't mean anything. No, that she sucked it back into her reality with her, and then they. So is it? But but this is my thing: is it reality or is it time travel? Because she wakes up on Christmas Mm. Day. Like I'm like it's a very confusing thing. Wait, like, wait! I think I've got it. I think I've no, I've put it together. Borealis. It's Go. it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think it. Oh, uh, it's just well it's it's not well put together. So it's sloppy. Yes. Yeah, Slop- that's one of the sloppy, sloppy movie, but it's not a bad. It's about as sloppy as their scissoring was that whole thing there. I I think if you um. What a movie to put it on in the background and not invest much in. It's probably a good movie to do. Like if you're hanging out with friends and you want to like have something different on the television. I did like the conceit that the other universe turned John McHale into a killer. Like having his son die and he become part of his story I guess, a makes cult sense. a cult of killers. Like that made sense. Yeah, his story but, made sense. I mean, even Henry Waters said it. Like I broke him, killing his son. He had no tr- like he was bitter and angry yeah. and sad. And then he, um, and the killing, like Henry killing his brother was, was a cool moment too. Like that I was, was like, very, oh, that was cool. There was, there was really, very yeah, little, vibes. yeah, very like 
cool little Easter egg moments in it. It's just, I just feel like maybe the script needed another couple of passes over to tighten it up a bit and yes. not it, not try and include everything because well, there's a lot of avenues that just didn't need exploring. Well, not for nothing, <laughs> but uh, our director here was also a writer on Five Nights at Freddy's, which also needed a, a go-through again in the script. So yeah, but I think maybe with, he's just with, down the with Five Nights at Freddy's, they know that they've they had a bigger plan and they've always, I think they've always known that it was never going to be a one movie, one yeah. and done thing with Five Nights at Freddy's. So they can leave those doors open with this. I don't think it's, well, we'll see a sequel. Like it's not like they there's left no it way, open. I say there's no way to have. Well, not without the how shit that. it is. No. Not like <laughs> If it wasn't well, shit, they might've the, got a part two. I would like to, the killer's cool. Like the killer's really cool, and I, I like a cool, different killer um, yeah. who is very bloodthirsty. Like a lot of. I think if they did a sequel of this, they'd really have to go down this more serious route if they wanted to do a sequel to this and drop the tonal jarring rubbish. Where you like, yeah. oh, is it a funny bit now or is it not? Well, I mean, this is... they, they they give sequels to just about everything. I mean, come on, even Thanks Killing had a sequel. This is um movies <laughs> in general. No this is movies in general though, instead of trying to appeal to the masses, mm-hmm. just go for the audience that you're after. Right. Like, people would strap in for for a holiday themed like kill up. Like right. it's when not going- something that we've had from si- like Silent Night, Deadly Night's the last one, right? I mean when you're the going remake, for a holiday big when you're one. Going for a holiday horror, no one's looking for Black Christmas here. Which yeah. one though? Yeah, which one? <laughs> which one? But I like Black Christmas so. I, I did never I liked every Black Christmas until the latest one, but anyways, but holiday horror. Yeah. No one's really looking for substance. We just want gratuitous kills and a Santa hat on the killer or something, you know? Like well, just there is it, yeah. just make it a fun ride. There's there's a few more coming. Like so there's lots of holiday horror like um, holiday horror coming this year. It looks like I think up until Christmas, there's lots of different stuff like coming out. Oh, let me find the list. Well, I mean, look at a Violent Night last year. That was a fun ride. Well, I never Harbor even got was... to watch Violent Night in the end. I'm it was, sad. It was fun. <laughs> Violent Night. Was I, I, so that, much that might be my Christmas watching this year. Yeah, but I mean, the, no, they've they've been coming pretty strong with the seasonal movies, and this year I could they've really laid out like a catalogue of different films, like they've ran with it, and so they and I imagine it's going to be more like that as the years go on. If we're going to branch into more streaming productions, we're going to get a lot of niche and cult stuff coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that people love it. I mean, I every year for Christmas when I'm wrapping gifts, I put on Krampus. So, like, you make a good. <laughs> that's a good. A that's fun. a good movie. I'm just saying, you make a good one. People will rewatch it every single year. Home Alone. I, I think Home Alone you can't top as a classic Christmas movie. You could argue. I, that I like. I, I like the remake of Black Christmas. I watch that. I watch Krampus, Gremlins. Like, you know, this is all stuff to to watch. It's just like I got some stuff to watch there. Yeah, there's there's Santa's sleigh. Come on, it's still good. Mm-hmm. As corny as it is, 
it's still good. <sighs> Santa's life. <laughs> Nothing like watching Fran Drescher go up in flames. Oh my kids. god. <laughs> Oh Will we, let's, let's throw our knife ratings in for It's a Wonderful Knife. McCarthy, oh, that's what start. I, Sorry, this is the one I was talking about. It's called Santa Stein. What? Oh, God. Yes. So, <laughs> is it like a Frankenstein Santa? <laughs> yes. Santa Stein tells the story of two friends with a rather peculiar hobby. They like to bring back things from the dead. But they decide to bring back the body of a man dressed like Santa Claus. Max feels like it's his chance to right the wrongs of his past, having accidentally killed Father Christmas when he was six. What they don't realise is instead of a jolly gift giver, they unleash a bloodthirsty monster. Naturally, no, things in. go terribly awry. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm in. Katie's I'm in. in. Luke's Santa out. Sign. <laughs> your, your opinion doesn't matter, Luke. Let's watch. Uh, Simon, well, let's your opinion does, Katie. How many knives would you like to give? It's a wonderful knife out of five. I would give it two and a half wonderful knives. I think it was fun. <laughs> it was. It, it did what it was set out to do, but man, it was sloppy. And I will take any film that has Catherine Isabel and Justin Long in the same movie. I, I love them both very much, and she looks great. Okay. I, I don't what right. about you? <laughs> Look, for the ambition that it had, I'm going to one-up, Katie. I'm going to give it a three out of five wonderful oh, knives yeah. because I, I think – well, no, I just saw the potential there, great casting. Um, it just needed a really good script polish and probably just um, a little bit more control of the production. I think that there was probably a lot of producers that, oh, do this now, do this, and put my daughter in that scene. Like it's – Felt like there was too much shit going on that shouldn't be. Yeah, look, I think in general, I'm probably going to be nice and give it a two. Like it had potential, but it didn't live up to its potential. I I love a um I love a slasher, but I, I like my it. slashers a little bit. <laughs> I love a little. I like a like I like a more serious slasher. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like like urban no, yeah, it had, urban, it had slight body. urban legend vibe. It had slight urban legends vibes this time, oh. actually, when you think about it. But another movie that a... we could, because we we like a little bit of supernatural horror as well, right? We like we're talking about Krampus. Um, there is another movie coming out today, I think, actually, called A Creature Was Stirring. Interesting. Mm. As you know, a Christmas blizzard rages outside, Faith, a nurse, keeps her daughter Charm locked in her room, injected Oof. with holiday cheer methadone to sustain a delicately balanced fever treatment for a mysterious affliction. When drifters Corey and Liz break in seeking shelter, they quickly discover that Faith's relationship with Charm stretches the limits of dysfunction, and both of them are concealing a malevolent fifth house guest. Lurking Ooh. in the shadows. Hint, it ain't Santa. Oh boy. You know what else got a yes. lot of buzz last year that I never got to watch was uh, Better Watch Out. That got a lot of buzz. No. So well if you have a if you have a favorite Christmas horror movie, please let us know. Write it down. If we haven't seen it, we might watch it because there's some more stuff coming up. We definitely have to sit down and talk about what's coming up in the future though. So Join us probably for our next instalment talking about the horror Upcoming landscape horror of 2024. 2024. Again, it's been nice to gather around at the Christmas charm with everyone, you know. 
even though the angel might not have brought us everything we wanted, it, it, it brought us together, and that's lovely. It did. It's a Christmas it did. miracle. It's a Christmas All right. miracle. Thank you for joining us, Katie. Thank you for joining us, Luke. I have been Steve. Until next time, don't eat any tinsel or you'll prolapse your bowel. Bye. <laughs>